welcome to everyone that is uh, going to be joining us today. We want to thank you for for being part of this uh, fresh word, and uh, invite your friends, your family, your neighbors to join. That uh, today we're going to be able to study the word of God uh, just for for a few a few minutes uh, out of your day. I know your your day is busy, but it's it's always a blessing to be able to take part of the Word of God and be able to feed our, our, our spirit, our soul, for we know that we're always hungry for that. So today we're going to dive into it. And if you have your Bible, if you have your, 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 your phones that you can look up scripture, you are welcome to do so. But today we're going to start, we're going to dive into it, but we're going to do a quick prayer that way we can uh, allow the Holy Spirit to be able to just open your mind, your heart, your, 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 your understanding to be able to know that, that God is working in the midst of your situation. He's working behind the scenes, even though sometimes we don't understand when or why things happen. But at this time, I invite you to pray with me. Heavenly Father and Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you. We just thank you for this amazing opportunity that you allow us to be united in one mind, in one spirit, and in one purpose. For today, we're going to be speaking about what it is to be united in the body of Christ. Unity. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you, and I ask you to just touch the hearts, the lives, those individuals that are possibly going through something. But we know that only through Jesus, all things are possible. Lord, we thank you, and we give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Well, thank you for praying with us. We're going to open our, our, our Bibles into the, to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. The Word of God says as follows, I appeal to you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another so that there may be no division among you, and that you may be perfectly united in mind and thoughts. Amen. Praise God. The, the Word of God today, we're going to be uh, speaking about what it is to, to, to be in unity, united in the body of Christ, understanding that only through Him we can, we can be one. Only through Him, we're able to work and function together. Only through Him, we know that uh, there's many parts to the body, but we are one. And we thank God for this amazing opportunity that, that He allows us to speak to the church, speak to your heart, to your spirit. You as an individual that sometimes you possibly feel left out or, or, or you don't feel part of, but we thank our, our Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross of Calvary and he did it for you and for me. And he didn't, he didn't pick and choose. He said that he was going to that cross and that he was going to pay that great, great price for us. And we praise and glorify his name because of that, because of what he did for us today, we can be united in him. We thank God because even though many times we go through situations and, and circumstances and, and our ups and downs and, 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 and a high and lows, and sometimes we don't know what's going to happen, but we know that all things are possible through Him. 
all things are possible through Jesus. Sometimes we, 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 we doubt, but Jesus Christ promised never to leave you nor forsake you. He promised to be with you. He promised to help you, to bless you, to restore your marriage, to restore your home, to restore you back to him. Because everything he does is so we can come back to him, to serve him, to glorify him, to be in unity with the church, to be in unity with the body of Christ. And what's amazing about this topic is that uh, there's there's no, no, no such thing as as different church names when it comes to the body of Christ. We are one. We are one church. We are one body, and that's the body of Christ. Today, we know that, you know, we see many, many situations arise um, because of situations that are happening. But once again, only God can change things around. But we need to be willing so he can be able. If, if, if we, we surrender our lives to him, he'll be able to do great and amazing things through you. To be able to bless you, to bless your, your marriage, to, to bless your children, to bless your home, to bless, bless you with a, 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 a new job, to get a raise. Amen. Sometimes we, we wonder, Lord, why am I struggling? Well, because he wants to see our faithfulness. He wants to see uh, us as individuals be able to rely just on him. The word of God says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. How important is that? God invites us and, 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 and he tells us that we, we need to go through that process to be restored back to him, to be in, uh, an encouragement for, for others. That's based on our faith. And there's a scripture that I love that we always say at church and we have it even on, on the background of the church that it says, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. And, and, and that's what allows the body of Christ to move forward. That, that we, don't, we don't base our, our, our faith, our trust in the things that we see because what we see is temporary. What we see is here today and tomorrow it's gone. But the heavenly things, those that, things that are eternal, that come from heaven, come from God, those things are eternal. Those things are so we can be blessed and, and we can and prosper in his name and be able to witness to others of what he has done for us. It's only the beginning. There's so many great and amazing things that are to come. God has no limits. We might put limits sometimes in ourselves or even try to limit God, but God has no limits. The more you seek, the more you'll find. The more you ask, the more he will give you. And many times we're afraid of knocking on certain doors, but, but if it's through faith, when you knock, that door will open and you will see uh, miracles and wonders happen. 
But that's when you walk in faith. When you know that what you do, it's what God called you to do. And that you're not, you're not afraid to, to step out in faith. And, and we're living in times where, where God is calling the church to step out in faith. We, we, we need to rise up in the name of Jesus, not let the things of the world distract us, not let the things of the world uh, tell us otherwise, because that's what's happening. The world is trying to convince us how to do things according to them. But we know based on the word of God and, and, and the faith that we have in him and what he has done for us that we will walk according to his will and according to his word, for it is light to our path. And it's amazing. It's amazing because when you trust and believe, things will happen. When you just put your faith 100% in God. And you might say, well, that's kind of hard sometimes. Yes, it is. But it's not impossible because the word of God says all things all things are possible through him, through Jesus Christ. Those things that are impossible for us, through him, they're all possible. Especially if you're, you're seeking the, the spiritual things, the gifts, pursuing the calling in your life, and, and not allowing yourself to be distracted by, by the material things. Because we, we always mention and we say, those material things are temporary. And we in Christ, we know we, where we're headed. We know what is our destiny. And one day we will be in heaven for eternity. And, and in heaven, let me tell you, you're not going to have no more tears. You're not going to have no more pain, no more suffering. We're going to be up in heaven and be able to glorify day and night, worshiping our Lord and Savior. And that in itself is amazing. That's what, we're, 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 what we want. That's the ultimate goal, that this earth is only temporary that our walk, our journey on this earth is only temporary. But our, our eternal life, our eternity is going to be up in heaven, glorifying his precious name, Abba, Father. The word of God says in the book of Acts chapter 4, verse 32, all the believers were one in heart and in mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions were theirs, but they shared everything they had. And you might, you might question, well, how am I going to give all my things to somebody else if I need them? Well, we're living in times where if God has blessed you, you can bless others, especially those brothers of the body of Christ. You have found favor in God's eyes and, and he has multiplied your blessings and, and, and you have a little more than others. Well, guess what? The more we give, the more we receive from God. Sometimes we limit our blessings. Oh no, this is mine. Oh, God gave this to me. But one thing we've learned through this amazing walk in Christ is that the more we give, 
the more we receive. Because what good does it do for me to hold so much uh, uh, material things and, and, and at one point they're, they're, they're going to become old and they're going to possibly break. But if somebody needs it, it's amazing when we're able to say, brother or sister, here, this is a blessing. God bless me. I want to bless you. And that's what the, the body of Christ does. That unity that, that brings us together. Because we're many parts, the word of God says. Many parts to the body. But we're one. So if, if one part of the body hurts, we all hurt. We, we all feel the pain. We, we all intercede. We all come together in one and just pray and ask God to intercede to be able to, to, to help. But one thing we've learned is not just praying and asking God, is also taking action as children of God that we are. If I can be a blessing to someone else, I'm going to be a blessing. If I can provide something for someone, I'm going to provide it. And it's amazing because the body of Christ, that's what we do. When people come to the church and they're in, in, in certain need, first of all, what we do is we pray for them. Yes, number one is the spiritual part of it. And being fulfilled, we know, okay, now what else do you need? How can we help you? You need food, you need water, you need clothing, you need somewhere to live. Well, let, let's find out what we can do. That's what the body of Christ does. There's no envy. There's no hate. There's no division. As we read the scripture, the, the word of God says once again, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10, I appeal to you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we go. That all of you agree with one another so that there may be no divisions among you. And that you may be perfectly united in mind and in thoughts. Word of God says it. He wants us to be united. No divisions. Nothing that interferes between, number one, our relationship between him and us. And number two, between our brother, our sister, our neighbor, our friend. Because whenever there's division... That is not of God. God does not divide. He multiplies. God does not subtract. He adds. He adds to his body. He brings to continue building us. To be able to continue allowing us to see that greater is he that is in us. That anything that is out there in the world. Every time we wake up in the morning... First thing we should be doing is praying, asking God, Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for this opportunity that you allow me to wake up today. And our desire should be that we want to serve God better than yesterday. We, we want to, to increase our faith. I can tell you personally by my experience and my testimony in 2019, September 1st of 2019, I was taken to the ER 
My wife took me. Emergency. Let's go. And I had a severe pain in my stomach. And arriving there, and, and I just was in so much pain that when the surgeon and the doctors were eventually able to see me after a CAT scan and x-rays and all that, eventually when they saw me, they said, wow, if you would have not came to the hospital the time you did, then you would have not made it. So we know what it is to be able to trust in a God that has told us that life and death is in his hands. So let me tell you today, you probably are going through a situation right now that, that, that brings doubt to your mind. And that's the number one thing that the enemy is doing in the church, in the body of Christ, bringing doubt. Doubt to, to, to your faith. Doubt to your situation that, oh, how can God change this? But once again, there's nothing impossible for the God that we serve. And we need to stand on that word. We need to stand in that faith. That even though it looks impossible, but as long as we surrender the situation to God, he will make it happen. Your, your marriage, yes, put it in God's hands and you will see how he's going to change the heart of your husband, of your wife. Put your family in God's hands. And yes, you will see how he's going to change the heart of your children. He's going to bring conviction into their, into their hearts, into, into their lives. But you need to surrender it all to Christ. Give it all to him today. I encourage you. As a few years ago, I was encouraged. And going through that situation I went through, I ended up having five uh, different surgeries in my stomach. I had an ostomy bag for six months. And, 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 and through that time, I, I was just praying and asking God, Lord, let your will be done. Because believe it or not, through any situation that you can go through, many times, that's when you can question God. And that's when your faith can kind of go weary. But the amazing thing like Job, we know the life and the story of Job. Everything was taken away. His children and every, every material thing that he had. And even his own flesh was attacked. But the amazing thing about it all, that yes, God allowed the enemy to, to do all those things. But the one thing that he was not able to do is touch his soul. Why? Because it belonged to God. His spirit, even though he was there in that, those, those moments of struggle, he declared that no matter what he was going through, he was not going to curse God. He was not going to do anything against the will of God. And yes, he did complain about the day he was born. But ultimately, he knew that his life was not his. It was God's. And that's one thing I learned through the situation I went through. That our lives, for, or what we say our lives, are not ours. They're his 
It's his timing. It's the days are counted for us, but he knows the day and the time. But as long as you continue standing on faith and believing in his word, you will see his mighty hand move over your life. It's important for us to continue to having that intimate relationship with God. Number one, as individuals, you cannot help anyone else unless you're trying to help yourself first. You cannot be able to counsel anyone else if first your relationship with God is not strong. And one thing that we know that the word of God invites us, that it's important for us to go in our bedroom, close the door, and in that private moment of intimacy with God, those things that are done in secret, (laughs) he's going to bless us in public. People will see, but it's not based on the things that we do to be able to get the credit, but it's the things that we, we do to humble ourselves, to be able to know and recognize that only through God, only through Jesus Christ, we're able to be those individuals that he called you and I to be. It's amazing how we continue seeing the word of God and it, and it speaks to us, it speaks to us about what it is to be one. The book of Ephesians chapter four, verse 23, it says to be made new in the attitude of your minds. To be able to do things different to be able to see things different, to be able to speak different, to be able to listen to different things, we need to change our mindset. We cannot think like we used to. We cannot speak like we used to. We cannot see the things that we used to. We cannot listen to those things that we used to. We need to change those things. We need to do the things that honor God. We need to do the things that honor Him above everything. You know what's right and you know what's wrong. You know what pleases God and what doesn't. And if for some reason you're not sure, go into the Word of God. Read the Word of God for it's the basic instructions before leaving earth. Bible. Instructions that lead our next step, that lead the next decision, that show us what we need to do. One thing I always ask God is, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. You you all know King Solomon. That was the one only thing that he asked God for, wisdom. Why? Why would we only ask for wisdom? Because through wisdom, we'll be able to make right choices. And the second thing I always ask God, give me patience. And why would I ask for patience? Because that allows us to be able to wait on God's timing. See, many times we, we, we ask God, speak to me or show me. 
And many times he shows you. Many times he, he speaks to you through someone else. But the thing is that many times we're not ready to hear or listen to the voice of God. We're so distracted. And I'm talking about not just you as an individual, but even the church. Many times we got so many activities, so many events, so, so, so many things that we're running in and out of church. And, and, and we forget that the number one thing is being in the presence of God. We believe, and I've, I've heard this uh, more than three times already by many pastors and prophets, how a revival is coming and God willing, we pray that that revival starts here in Vegas. We pray, we intercede, and we ask God, Lord, bring a, a revival to this land, bring a revival to this nation, bring a revival to this world. For many, we are starting to see more and more that the good things they say are bad. And the bad things they say are good. We need to turn back to Christ. And we need to go back to our first love. And I'll start wrapping up. But that is what God is calling us to do. To go back to that first love. When you first met Christ, when you first were introduced to, to, to Jesus, you, you, you felt something different. It changed your whole world. It changed your mindset. It changed everything about you. That first love. And you know what's amazing about it? That he loved us first. And we loved <laughs> that amazing feeling that we said, I want more. And I want to love you back. And that's amazing. Don't forget, unity in the body of Christ is what's going to allow us to be able to go to that next level, to be able to see a change in our community, a change in our city, our change in our nation, our change in the world, united in Christ. That is what makes the difference. So I encourage you once again, listen to the voice of God. Read your Bible. Continue praying and fasting for the church. And God will do great things. We want to thank you for joining us today in this fresh word this amazing Bible study of what the unity of Christ is. But we also want to invite you to connect with uh, your local church. I don't know what part of town you live in, but if you're on the east side, Flamingo and Boulder area, that's where New Journey Church of Las Vegas is. We're at 4640 East Flamingo Road, uh, Unit 109, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89121. And join us also on Facebook at New Journey Church of LV or on Instagram, New Journey Church LV. You're welcome to join us and become part of 
We love serving the community. We love being connected and helping people. We love God above everything, and we love people. And that's what we're here to do. Thank you once again. We love you. We'll continue praying for you. Pray for us and hope to see you soon. Thank you.